0: We are live. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's so good to be with you all this morning. We have my lovely wife, Shanita's here with me. Shanita, how are you? Good morning.
1: Fantastic. I mean, it's a beautiful sunny day here. We're ready to shoot. <clears throat> ready, ready to, to film. Worship. We're
0: doing Last Evangelist episode two. And um, maybe out there someone can give us a chat, make sure we're uh, we're live today. That uh, we're kicking in, everything is is good uh, this morning. So, Shanita, um, we have been filming for about two weeks now. Episode two, it's on the uh, it's on the Vax, it's on the insertion. Um, we filmed a major scene last night. Uh, uh, character Andrew Fowler, Doctor Andrew Fowler, who is hiding information from the people, and this is kind of what. Uh, this is kind of what Last Evangelist is all about. You know, we're making it. It's not your normal Christian movie. It's um, it's edgy. It's kind of like mm-hmm. CSI meets the Book of Revelation, right? And I think we need this. You know, I want to hear you guys, your guys' thoughts on this. But, uh, is some of the Christian movies out there just a little bit syrupy? You know, sometimes they're bigger than life and they're not. I, you can't really connect to them. What say you, should?
1: I guess cheesy is often a term that's used. So, I mean, I appreciate the effort and uh, I'm thankful for when when the word can be declared, but um, I'm excited about what you're doing.
0: Yeah, but some of, some of the stuff is either watered down or it's just not natural, meaning I have people that aren't Christians look at it and go, that's kind of goofy. Like, what does that mean? Okay. Um, or even I have Christians look at some of the Christian movies and go, you know, it doesn't happen that way. It's, it's you know, it, it's nothing to connect to. So Last Evangelist, we're making it real. So people who are Christians can relate to it, that are like us, that struggle. I mean, let's get real, folks, right? And also people that aren't Christians look at it. And they're going, you know what? This is like real stuff. I can really relate to it. Because when Jesus walked the face of the earth, he was real. He wasn't goofy. He wasn't syrupy. He wasn't religious. He was real. Yes, no? Yes. Yeah, you, Shanita, you always have comments and things to say when it's just you and I together. You get on the air and you don't want to say a whole lot. What's going on?
1: <laughs> well, Jesus was authentic and and approachable, and I think that's that's what attracted people to him.
0: He was authentic. He was real. He was real. Who do we have here this morning? Got Shelly. Good morning, Shelly. Diane. Hey, KM. Uh, God bless you. Uh, keep it coming this morning. Jesus is real, and this is what we're going to be talking about this morning. We're going to be talking about your... <clears throat> How do I say this? It's about, well, it's not your, it's mine, it's ours. It's it's how do we do what God created us to do, okay? In other words, your belief, how do we increase our belief, okay? How do we overcome fear? Fear is our worst enemy. God has given you an assignment, he's given me an assignment, We're to adhere to that. Even if you don't know what your assignment is, folks, even if you don't know, that does not excuse you or I from doing everything we can when we get up in the morning to we go to bed at night to know our assignment, okay? I guarantee you, if you ask God what your assignment is, God is going to honor that. He's going to tell you what your assignment is. I want to go to this morning to John 14, uh, 14, 10 through 14. Okay. 14, 10 through 14. Folks, Jesus is talking here about the things that you and I, you and I are assigned to do. All right. Let me put it this way. He's talking about the power that we have, no matter what your assignment is. All right so i want to talk about that this morning go to john 14 10 through 14 don't you believe that i am in the father and the father is in me he's talking to his disciples they're questioning him even after all the miracles that he did he said the words i say to you i do not speak on my own authority Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. The Father in Jesus was doing the work that Jesus was doing. Now, folks, Jesus passed on his power to us. Let's go on and see exactly what that means. Verse 11, believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Now, what Jesus is saying is if you can't believe me, believe the works that are done. Folks, let me tell you something. In these last days, the works that we do, the miracles that we perform, that God performs through us is going to minister, going to witness to the world out there. But the problem is if we're not stepping up to the plate and doing what God wants us to do, how in the world are they gonna be witness to? How are they gonna be ministered to? And I'm not talking about sensationalism. You know, I'm not talking about all this hocus pocus stuff that you walk into a lot of churches. And I say hocus-pocus because most of it is. I'm talking about the real deal, the real stuff, right? I know you guys come from a background of, you know, uh, sensationalism. I'm looking for a word, Schneider. Sensationalism. uh, Charismatic. Nothing wrong with being open with God, being open to God, the things of God. But when charismatic becomes a religion in and of itself and i've seen it i've walked into it and I smell it then it is just as bad as in a, any apostate church you go into all right like a lot of these deliverance services if i had a camera should i could just make a movie out of them because all it is is sensationalism all right so let's go to verse 12. Verily, truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these, because I'm going to the Father. Jesus is saying that you and I have the power to do what he did. Mm -hmm. Folks, listen to me. We've got to stop thinking that Jesus walked the earth 2,000 years ago as a man. He died, went to heaven, and that's it. Jesus came, he lived, he died, and he went. No. The power that Jesus had in him as a man, all God, all man, is the same power that you and I have in us. Jesus is saying, greater things You will do the night. Well, Shanita, what was it that Jesus did, some of the great things he did?
1: Casting out demons, healing the sick, raising the dead. What was that? Casting out demons, healing the sick, raising the dead.
0: Yeah. And preaching the gospel. So I want to ask you guys, and I ask myself this, When's the last time you laid hands on somebody and boom, they were healed? When's the last time you cast out a demon? Today. When's the last time you raised the dead? I mean, if you want to raise the dead, let me tell you something. If you want to raise the dead, let me tell you something. You can go into a lot of churches and find a lot of dead people and possibly raise the dead there at the church, right? <laughs> if you're looking for dead people. because said. Let's go to a cemetery and let's uh, see if we can find some... No, you don't need to do that. Just go into these churches, you'll find plenty of dead people. All right. Um, you may ask me, this is Jesus saying, you may ask me for anything in my name, I will do it. Now, this is the key, Shanita. Anything in my name and I will do it. <clears throat> Now, to me, anything means anything. And I want to know with you guys. Okay, so Rachel says, Sunshine said, I cast out a demon yesterday. Good. Uh, Pam said, uh, Good morning, everybody gathering. I want to know if you guys cast out a demon lately, if you raised the dead, healed the sick. But Jesus, anything, but need anything. What does anything mean? mean to you and what do you think it means in context of the scripture
1: anything in his name so in his name would be whatever honors him brings glory to him
0: yeah what would that be you think
1: well, accomplishing his will
0: accomplishing his will what is his will
1: his will is that we be saved that we serve that we suffer yeah
0: his will, God's will, is that we all be with him, that we, we can all be one. That's his will. But does that just happen? Just snap a finger and boom, that happens? Or does that happen? Uh, is, is that a manifestation of God's power working through people?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah? Working through people. Okay, Shanita, I'm going to bring you back on prayer request, and oh, ready. Uh, And we'll be back in just a minute with uh, with Shanita on prayer request. Okay. okay, thank you. God bless you. Are
1: you taking me out? Uh, I products? think you can
0: take you out, yeah. Oh, um, I don't know. i let so, you do it. <laughs> all right, let me see if I can do <laughs> it here. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, I don't think I can do it. Uh, uh, so good to be with you guys, and I'm so honored to be with you every Sunday morning. This is our time. It's our place, our space. And this is just as valuable as going to a church, okay? Just as valuable as going to a brick-and-mortar church. Um, And so I just want to encourage you guys each Sunday uh, to please check in with us, 11 uh, o'clock a.m., Sunday morning, Eastern Standard Time, as we go and we seek out God's word. Now, um, if you were with us just a few minutes ago, we had a little issues, and we're going to back up here, and we're going to cover what it is I believe God has uh, given us the message to get across this morning. You know, we always ask God to let us leave on a higher level in which we came in, all right? Um, So I'm waiting for everybody to kind of come back in the room. And again, this is like, you know, it's like a brick and mortar. You put a sign out front, wait for people to come in. Uh, and we're pr- going to pray this morning that God sends the people he wants to send to us this morning, okay? Uh, let's go to the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you for being here this morning. Let it be your words, not ours. Your way, your will, not ours. Father, um, there's people out there that need to hear what it is you need, you have to say. I'm asking miraculously this morning that there will be people here that need to hear it. the appointed the anointed. These may be people, Lord, that we don't even know that are new, that are going to accept you this morning and have their life completely changed, uh, their life completely rearranged. It's going to be the first day of the not only the rest of their life, but the best of their life as they walk into eternity. And for those this morning that have backslid, that are stumbling, that are hurting, uh, we 're thanking you in advance that for the comfort and the guidance and the restoration and repentance that will be today this morning in jesus name amen so I want to talk again about romans seventeen i 'm sorry romans four seventeen twenty five folks listen I said this before I will say it again people think that Jesus walked the earth two thousand years ago as a man which he did all man all God but then he was born, he lived, he died, he went to, to back to the Father and that's it, it's over. No, 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 it is not over. The power that lived in Jesus as a man lives in you and lives in me. We must understand that. You must comprehend that as you wake up in the morning, as you go to bed at night, you must believe that. And this is what we're gonna talk about this morning is your belief we're going to ask God to, in, to increase your belief, my belief, our belief. Because without belief, it is impossible to please God. Impossible. Don't even try. We're going to be talking about your righteousness, my righteousness, what that really means. I'm talking about the greater things that you're going to do that you are doing that you should be doing that I should be doing the greater things than what Jesus did what did Jesus do he healed the sick he raised the dead he cast out demons he preached the gospel the people out there saying well David i you know the gospel has almost been preached all over the country all over the world well i i, I beg to differ not the real gospel you got churches all over the united states and all over a lot of other countries. But they're not preaching the real gospel. So until the gospel, until the truth has been preached throughout the world, Jesus will not return. But who's it going to take to preach the real truth? You. And me. Us. What's the real truth? The real truth is nothing but the truth. It's Everything that Jesus stood for, it's the things he said, it's the things he did, it's the things he thought. That's the truth. Even when it goes against uh, culture, against the religiosity, when it goes against what your friends think, what your family thinks, when it goes against that, you stand for God. You defend God. Don't worry about offending others. You see what I'm saying? Don't worry about being loved by man. Only be concerned about being loved by God. That's important. Romans 4, 17, 25. Um, okay. Uh, no, let's go, actually, here's, let's do this. Let's go to, um, uh, yeah, no. Let's go to uh, John 14, 10, 14. John 14, 10 through 14. Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing the work. It's the Father in you who's doing the work. It is not you doing the work. It is not me doing the work. It's God in you doing this work. The problem is, is God doing his work through you? Are you living up to your assignment? Are you willing to go all the way? Are you willing to risk everything? Verse 11, believe me when I say that I am in the Father, the Father's in me, or at least believe the evidence of the works themselves. Folks, listen. When we do the works of God, which are miracles, Okay, the works of God, which are miracles. That's when people see the manifestation of God. See, you and I sitting around talking about God all the time or going to church or handing out a track or I mean, I'm not saying God can't use that. No, I'm not saying that. But if you think that's God's work, beginning, middle and end, you and I have something we we need to sit down and, 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 and have a conversation with God. Because let me tell you about God's work. It's much bigger than that. First of all, it is telling the truth, absolutely. But within that, raising the dead, healing the sick, casting out demons, preaching the truth. When you hear gospel, you tend to want to think I'm preaching, you know, reading a scripture. Folks, let me tell you something. Satan takes scripture out of context and he twists it and manipulates it. Reading scripture doesn't mean anything at all. Unless God's behind it. hey ronald thank you thank you to be a man of god for talking about things people don't god bless you ronald thank you um overbuilt god bless you shelley god bless you good morning shelley uh, we have such great prayer warriors um and if you'd like to become a prayer warrior uh with the ministry um just uh, uh email admin at davidhevner.tv Um, if we're right here on the set of Last Evangelist from Last Evangelist episode two. Um, if you would like to pray for us, we sure could welcome your prayers. It's a struggle, folks. We're just a little ministry trying to do a big thing, but I'm believing I know God's behind it. Uh, if you would like to donate, go to lastevangelist.com. We sure do need your help, uh, to finance this thing. Um, Okay. Uh, oh, also, too, I hope you're on David Hebner TV watching. If you're not, you should be. If you're not a subscriber, you should be. Go to davidhevner.tv. Over 900 videos. Uh, they are uh, all originals on SRA, program multiples, the things that the church doesn't talk about, the alien-demon connection. I mean, folks, listen, I investigate all these things, and I'm believing through the years God has used me and used you to reveal to expose what satan has done okay how he's offended and how he is uh torturing uh and, and actually killing uh people and so this is why i do what i do and please think about supporting us if you'd like to support this ministry that'd be awesome um okay where were we verse 12 verily truly i say to you whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing. And they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. And let me let me say something. There's something important in here. Whoever believes in me. You say, David, I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. Well, guess what? Satan believes in Jesus. Satan believes in God. He knows there's Jesus. He knows the Son of God. He trembles. He's afraid of him. He knows there's a God. He betrayed me. I don't mean that kind of belief. And that's not what the scripture means. I'm talking about turning that belief into action, doing something, thinking something. Your thoughts become your actions because you have the mind of Christ. So unless you're doing something for God, I question if you and I are ever believing God because God gives us an assignment. He gives us a master assignment and then he gives us assignments every day. So when you're at your workplace, so you're with your friends or with your family and God lays something on your heart to say, and you say, God, I, I'm not sure I wanna say this because it might offend somebody. I'm not sure I wanna you know, go down this road, it's gonna be uncomfortable. No, you go down that road. You go down that road because this is God speaking. Now, make sure it's God. Use discernment. Don't just, you know, be flippy about it and just... And that's the problem with a lot of Christians, too. I had that problem for a long time. Still do, and I'm working on it. I got to wait for the Holy Spirit to use discernment, right? We have to wait and make sure it's God speaking, All right? If you believe, if you believe in God... Meaning if you believe, and if you do, and if you're willing to get up and take the hit, then you will do greater things than Jesus. Greater things than Jesus? He healed the sick, he raised the dead, he cast out demons, he preached the gospel. Greater things? Well, folks, I'm believing, and I'm taking this this way, that we will do those things, but they will be greater. We will hit more people through technology as God reveals things. More demons will be cast out. More people healed. The, the true gospel, the truth will be preached. All Don't you see this method of technology of how we can reach people all over the world? This is greater things than what Jesus did. He didn't have this. He could have snapped his fingers and made it happen, but he didn't. He knew this day would come for you and I to be together, to do what it is we're doing. Now, I made a commitment to God five years ago to do a show on Monday night that would tell the truth, that would talk about things that the church isn't talking about. Then I made another vow to God six, eight months ago. I said, God spoke to me, says, I want you to go Sunday morning. My children are hungry for a gathering, and I committed to God. I will do it, and I will do everything I can to be with you every Monday night and every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. because that's what I committed to God. And I've had so many people uh, tell me because they know my schedule, like I'm shooting today and I had to stop production just to be with you this morning. So I've got a whole crew waiting on me downstairs, sitting around because I'm with you and you're with me and I'm willing to do it for God and believing God's going to speak through us this morning. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but what I'm saying is I've made a commitment. I'm going to stick to it. I don't care what happens. I'm putting God first. I'm putting you first. Okay. God's word first. And that's just the way it's going to have to be. Everything else has to take a back All Right. Um, So we will do greater things than God, than Jesus did. Uh, Verse 13, I will do whatever you, And I will do whatever you ask in my name that the father may be glorified in the son. Okay, whatever in my name, whatever, anything means anything. Whatever it is means whatever it is, folks. Now, I'm not talking about ordering a brand new Mercedes. That's what those prosperity preachers teach. And I'm not saying God's not going to give you a brand new car. It's not what I'm saying. But your heart and my heart should be for people first, for God, to get God's message out, to do what God needs us to do. And then he will provide for you what it is you need and I need. He gives you vision. Then he gives you the provision to go along with the vision. What is your vision? I'm going to ask you that. What is your assignment? You have something specific you're supposed to be doing in life as the big picture. And you have daily assignments. He says, you may, in 14, you may ask me for anything in my name. I will do it. Folks, if you're out there working for God and you're on his team, he will do anything you ask according to his will. You do not need to worry. You can take, you know, I got so many people saying, David, I I just can't, I I can't, uh, you know, I hate my job. I can't quit and do what I feel like God wants me to do because, you know, I need 50,000 in the get out of here. You don't think God has fifty thousand dollars in His heavenly bank? You're not trusting God enough to let Him do His miracles. See, here's the problem: God can't do a miracle until we have circumstances that requires supernatural intervention. Does that makes sense. When we need something supernaturally, meaning it is not possible in the natural. That is when God can perform a miracle. Miracles don't happen unless they supersede the circumstances of the natural. The problem is we don't want that to happen. We don't want to allow that. Why? Because we don't want to take the risk. We just want to be nice and comfortable and do what we do day after day. And, you know, I've got this. I've got that. I know I'm getting. We got to stop this. Listen to me. God's telling you to go somewhere, to pack up and move. He's telling you that, he's been telling you that, and you have been negotiating with God. You've been trying to, to rationalize this. you stop. He's telling you, do you pack up and you go? And you know it's from God, you need to pack up and go. You have been trying to leave where you are And you know God wants you to stay because you know you have work to do, but you don't want to be around there. You've been trying to get out. You need to listen to God. Got health issues. Popping those pills to mask it. God's speaking to you. He's saying, that's my temple that you live in. Excuse me. I own that body that you have. That is not your body. And God's been talking to you about what you're putting in your body. What you're doing with your body. He's been speaking to you. You need to listen. The problem with us Christians, we wanna look at everybody else and point to other people and say, that person's drunk on alcohol, that person's doing drugs, and we're cramming food in our mouth. Fasting, think about one meal a day. What's wrong with one meal a day? Now, if you're diabetic and you got issues going on, I'm not telling you to quit your medication, stuff like that. I'm telling you to listen to God. He'll tell you what to do. I'm not a doctor. It's a good thing. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) But listen to me, folks, I love you, and I'm not going to take this time and let it go by without saying the things that's on my heart. You are the temple of the living God. In you lives God. If God were coming to your house right now in the natural, and you knew it, in 20 minutes, Jesus was going to show up, knock at your door, Look around your apartment, your house. If he walked in, would he be happy with what he sees? Or would you run around and clean it up? You know, clean up the cigarette ashes, clean up the beer bottles, clean up the, I don't know, I'm just saying. Whatever it is, clean up the uh, uh, Twinkie, the donuts, whatever. No, you clean it up, you want it to look nice. Well, guess what, your body is the holy temple. So how much more would you want to clean that up and make it look presentable, right? All right, let's go to the next scripture. Romans 4, 25. Abraham, he is the father of us all. It is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God to whom he believed. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. You see? We have the power to call into things to be manifested into things that do not exist. We have the power to call them into something that does exist. Things that are not, we have the power to call in that are. Because that's part of God. That's what God has given us. Against all hope, Abraham and hope believed, so he became the father of many nations. Uh, so shall your offspring be without a weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and Sarah's womb was also dead. You see, folks, too many of us think we're too old to do what God has us to do. I don't care if you're 70, 80, 90, I don't care if you're hundred. In God's eyes, you're still a baby. And if he has something for you to do, you will live to be 150. I don't care what the doctors say. I don't care. By the way, doctors don't know much anyway. Get down to it. You start asking some questions and eventually they'll look like a deer in headlights, like they have nowhere to go, right? They'll just, oh, let me give you a prescription. Here you go. Yeah. I don't care what doctors say. I don't care what logic says. When God's in it, you have supernatural things that happen. But unless you let the circumstances be to the point where it looks like you can't make it, you have no choice, that's the only time God can come in and perform a miracle. Don't you understand? But we want to stay safe all the time. So Abraham knew he was too old. He thought he was too old. But guess what? He's the Without him believing his faith, you and I won't be here right now okay here we go um 20 verse 20 yet he did not waver uh, though unbelief regarding uh, uh, yeah through unbelief regarding the promise of God but was strengthened in his faith and gave uh, glory to God being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised he believed that God had the power you see Jesus did not come He had not transferred the power to you and I, but now we have the power. You and I have the power. To have the power to do what God wants us to do. 22, this is why we credit to him. This is why it's credited to him as righteousness. The words it was credited to him were written, not for him alone, listen to this, but also for us to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him, who raised Jesus, our Lord from the dead, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Folks, let me tell you something. Righteousness is not going to church on Sunday. Righteousness is not reading the Bible. What is righteousness? Righteousness is your faith in God is you are justified by your faith. Your faith causes actions. You are justified not by just what you think as your faith, but what you do as your faith. That's the justification that makes you right with God. That's all righteousness is. So it was credited to him, Abraham. Why? Because he had faith. He knew God could do it. He knew he was old. He knew his circumstances uh, were that of it would be impossible, but he knew the miracle would happen. So when God is calling you, and I believe right now God's calling you guys to do something miraculous, you can't do anything miraculous until you stop doing what you're doing and thinking that something different is going to happen. It's called spiritual insanity. Insanity. All right, we're going to uh, go to Shanita now. We're going to take some prayer requests. If you, oh, I sent a new one. Yeah, check and see if you're in. And um, I'm going to go to the Lord here. If you guys have any prayer requests, you can send them uh, to Shinita. Um, there you are do we have any prayer requests this morning
1: well i do have a praise report um okay. betty has suffered another demonic attack but she has overcome and we're praising god for her perseverance and for her willingness to serve in the ministry as well so thank and that you, was betty. betty yes
0: praise god yeah betty is a great warrior for god
1: Yes. Yep. And uh, we had a praise report, a testimony that came in from Robert, who was dealing with asthma and was healed. So if you're not receiving our newsletters with the praise reports, then uh, you can send a text to 615-861-9659. Um, or email admin at davidheffman.tv so that we can stay in touch. We have prayer requests from Ronald, who's dealing with some astral projection attacks, and from Kelly, who has a couple sons in the military. Let them know that we appreciate them serving. And we've been praying for Pam's family, for Kay's family. And if you have some more requests, just email those to admin at and we will be praying with you.
0: Yeah, we also we're praying for Cammie this morning. Lift up, Kami. Yes. And Ronald, we're praying for you and for everyone else that you need to mention, especially this astral projection. So many Christians are going, being hit through witchcraft right now, and the witchcraft is done through astral projection. And God's people don't fully understand this, but I believe in these last days to come, God is opening our eyes, our spiritual eyes to let us see to see how the demons, see how the demons are attacking. But Jesus knew about astral projection. He knew exactly what they were doing. So if you've got any prayer requests.
1: Queen, we're praying for you. The doctor says you have an incurable disease and we're believing that God is a healer.
0: And who is that? Queen. Queen, we're praying for you. There is no incurable disease. There is no incurable disease that God can't cure. It's just man's mind, man's carnal mind being controlled by a satanic system. Now I'm not saying if God's ready to take you home, that's a different story. But I believe too many of us right now, we cave to the medical system saying, I'm sorry, but it's terminal. No, there ain't nothing terminal. If God says it's going, to live we're praying it says regina praying for um me my son eight eight years old 23 years from depression i lost my husband 30 years ago praying for you, regina and rachel said she mailed her prayer request Okay, thank you. Thank you. I'm not sure we can get email right now, uh, Rachel. Thank you so but much. we'll get
2: those. Oh, yes,
1: we'll pray for Doug. For Doug? Yes. Mm.
0: Okay, let's go to the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you for being here this morning. We're praying for each and every name that crossed Shanita's lips, that crossed my lips. Right now, we're praying for miraculous healing on your people. and We're believing, Lord, that, we're believing that people's assignments are brought to their minds right now, that the assignment which you gave them when they were created, right now people are being healed miracles are happening there's someone out there that needs a restoration in their family we're praying for that restoration we're praying for that for that demon of what they call terminal illness there's no such thing we bind that demon to hell and cast them back into hell satan you will not return you will leave your children alone more prayer requests, Judith.
1: Let me check.
0: Probably you can mute until you're ready.
1: Mary Ann says pray for her granddaughter.
2: Okay.
0: Pray for your granddaughter. We thank you, Father, for being here this morning. We know, we believe, we honor you because you are Lord. You are Lord.
2: You are Lord. You have risen from the dead and you are Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ
0: is
2: Lord.
0: Right where you are, I want you to get down on your knees, at least spiritually. We're going to honor Him. We're going to thank Him.
2: This morning, Lord, your people are on their knees and we're asking, Lord, for miracles this morning.
0: I'm asking, Father, for a healing for the son, for that daughter, for that mother, for that father, for that family to be restored, Lord for that financial
2: restitution to be paid.
0: But Father, we know that you paid it all, that the restitution doesn't exist, that every drop of blood that came from that cross had our name on it. that Lord, when you were on the cross, I believe that each and every name, our name, crossed your mind. And we give you the honor that you deserve this morning. And we thank you for the miracles that have occurred. As people are being healed, delivered, demons are being driven out. The truth been proclaimed father i'm believing that in the days to come we're going to see the dead raised the power that operates in your people will come into being in full fruit fruition and we will see the dead raised and miracles happen in god's people walk as God's people again loud and proud and say I'm willing to take the hit from my Lord there will be no lukewarm among your people They will be all in for you Lord
2: for Jesus Christ he is Lord yeah, he is Lord Lord, you are Lord, yes, you are Lord, you have risen from the dead, and you are Lord, yes, listen, every knee shall bow, yes, every tongue confess, That Jesus Christ is Lord.
0: Jesus is Lord. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what people believe. Our belief doesn't make God Lord. God is Lord. Jesus is Lord. He loves you. He wants the best for you. From this second on. He wants the best for you so maybe out there you've accepted the lord you said lord i i i, I want to follow you i've never heard this word before i want to follow you you have just entered into eternity but i want you to email me at david at Davidheavener.com or admin at davidheavener.tv and tell us about it we want to walk with you Maybe you've backslidden, you've given, re-dedicated your life to the Lord. Email us, let us know. I love you guys. If you would consider praying for our ministry, consider supporting it financially. We sure could use the financial help. Uh, Just go to davidhebner.tv forward slash give. You can uh, call 844-806-0006. You can text the word CHOSEN to 91999. Also, LastEvangelist.com. It won't get made on on its own. Last Evangelist Episode 2. We're filming it now. That's where we are right now. It will not get made on its own. God requires his people. And I'm asking you if you'll go and you'll help us. Support us financially. LastEvangelist.com. Make a donation. All right. I love you guys. I will see you uh, tomorrow night, Monday night. And uh, just remember, you never really lived till you found someone worth dying for. That's Christ Jesus. I love you all.